want to get service, selection, and price so low. The record archive is the place to go. So that's one of the the features of our new website. Yeah, people can leave a a message for us. Yeah. So that was. (laughs) So please do. (laughs) That was compliments of Durr. Yes. Thank you. Hi, (laughs) Steppen. And some cartoon sound effects. Yes. So, uh, how was your week? Um. Well, you know what they say. Uh-huh. When life makes melons, you're dyslexic. <laughs> you should have saved that for the end. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's been, um, yeah, not to go into it, but it has been a week. Yeah, I feel like every week is like that now. It's just like the new norm. Yeah. But we had like a, I don't know what happened. We had like a period of like, okay, we can do this. Mm-hmm. And I think now we're like both struggling with the whole quarantine isolation thing again. I don't know if it's like the weather. <clears throat> I'm struggling with not to go into it. All right. You want to know what I'm struggling with? Huh. That we haven't played locals yet. What are we playing? All right. <laughs> what are we playing up first is a new dead rider jam nice dead power attack and then we're gonna hear ancalagon with goddess of the unlight off of the gateway specter Thank you. 
trivia time, baby girl. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. What? This is a music one. Okay. Okay. All right. What is the only band in which every member has individually written more than one number one hit? Every member in the band. Every member in the band. More than one number one hit. Which is pretty impressive. Think about it. Every member of the band. I don't know. I don't know. No guess? Mm-mm. No? No. You, you quitting? I'm a quitter. The band is Queen. Oh. I don't know why, but the first band that came to mind was Pink Floyd. But mm. that... I don't know. It doesn't really make sense, so that's why mm. I wasn't brave enough to say uh, it. That's not a bad guess. Eh. That's pretty cool, though. <clears throat> yeah. So I have a question for you. Oh, okay. So... I have a wrong answer. No, I think you have the right answer. Well, no, it might be wrong. <laughs> 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 so we fall into these habits, right? Mm-hmm. Like, just in daily life. Mm-hmm. So... I was brushing my teeth the other night Mm -hmm. and I wondered, we're like that couple that give each other like bathroom space. Yeah. Like somebody's not pooping while the other one's showering. Like life isn't that serious that that needs to happen at the same time. Right. Um, so we're often, unless we're in like a real rush where I'm like putting on makeup, which I don't even do anymore because I don't go anywhere while you're like brushing your teeth, we never see each other's like bathroom habits, yeah. which is okay. Yeah. Um, but I was wondering in what order you do like your mouth routine. So both of us morning, noon and night mm-hmm. brush mm-hmm. floss mm-hmm. and use mouthwash. Mm-hmm. So in what order do you do that? <laughs> um, I think we talked about this before, right? Maybe. <laughs> um, so normally, I I do the mouthwash first, and you're like, <laughs> you think that's weird. Just say what your routine is. I normally I'll do the the mouthwash first, the floss second, and the brushing last. That makes no sense to me. Why? Okay. So this is what I do. Okay. I brush my teeth. Mm-hmm. And then I rinse, mm-hmm. like with water. Mm-hmm. And then I floss. Mm-hmm. And then I use the mouthwash mm-hmm. to like get rid of all the teeth turds mm-hmm. that flossing has produced. So my end result is mouthwash. I use the brush to get rid of the tooth turds. You think you do. Yeah. But then what's the point in flossing? To get more teeth turds out. So then you should rinse it with the antibacterial. That should nah. be your last step. Nah, son. I think it even says yeah, on I think like, it does too. the bottle. like I think it does too. But. <laughs> this is so interesting. Yeah, it's riveting. <laughs> Talking about teeth turds. <laughs> turds. <laughs> What's your argument? <laughs> You're just <laughs> looking at me. 
Should we play some songs and end this catastrophe of a segment? Uh-huh. Okay. So we're going to go into Loud <laughs> loud Night from yes. Virginia with Cheap Seats. And we want to thank Jonah yes. for uh, sending this in. And then we're going to hear a track off of the upcoming Dipagus record that's coming out on Memento Mori on January 25th. We're going to hear Bush Meat. And I'm going to show you my bush meat. Oh. <laughs> Hashem Thumb, you're listening to Grim Dystopian. Immersed in the swamp, he is used as a bait to catch leeches.
I like how whenever you make that sound, you have you to hold. You have to do the claws. Yeah, you have to hold oranges. Yes, invisible <laughs> ones. <laughs> Dipicus. So let's talk about Dipicus. Okay. Um, awesome band. Mm-hmm. But I don't, this is kind of your story, mm-hmm. but you somehow had the wherewithal to research what Dipicus was. Do you want to tell the listener what that is? Um, I'll, uh, yeah. Okay. Briefly, and then you can expand. Okay. Um, so I thought, what is, what is this name? Is it just some made up? It seemed like an odd made up band name. So yeah. I looked it up and it's a medical condition where the person has their two legs and then between their two legs, they have another set of smaller two legs. So they have like four legs. But these, the, like the two smaller ones are just like dangling appendages, I guess. Yeah. So according to Wikipedia, it's a severe congenital deformity where the body axis forks left and right partway along the torso with the posterior end duplicated, meaning legs. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were in the car driving mm-hmm. and we were listening to Dipagus and you were like, have you looked up what that means? And I'm like, no. <laughs> And you were like, well, do it when you have time. And I'm like, well, why don't you just tell me? And you were like, no, you have to look it up. Yeah. So I looked it up and it sent me down the typical hole that I venture down. Mm. So Medical News Today published this article about the five rarest and strangest medical conditions on record. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the first one is auto brewery syndrome. Am I saying that word right? Brewery. <laughs> brewery. I think you did the first time. Auto brewery. Mm. Okay. Anyways. Um, so this is about people who experience uh, intoxication and hangovers without drinking a significant amount of alcohol or even without ingesting alcohol at all. And apparently it has something to do with the gut fermentation like it's a syndrome uh-huh. in which pure alcohol is produced in a person's gut after they have eaten carb-rich foods. Huh. That's uh, interesting. So people can literally get drunk from eating carbs. That seems like... That's confusing. Yes. Like how uh, fermentation takes a while. How, how does that work? Are I they, don't know. Like really, really slow digesters. I don't know. That's interesting. Kind of envious. And excess of a type of yeast in the gut is the main culprit, which leads to the fermentation process that produces ethanol. Hmm. However, researchers note that the spontaneously produced alcohol would not be enough to land someone a drink, drunk driving charge. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's enough for them to get a hangover, so that's kind of weird. Yeah. Um, foreign accent syndrome. Imagine this. You were born and grew up in New York, and you have a stereotypical metropolitan American accent. One day, however, as you are engaged in one of your favorite sports, you receive a heavy blow to the head and you pass out. When you wake up in the emergency room and call out to the nurse, you realize something shocking is happening 
happened to you? Your New York accent is gone, and it has been replaced with what sounds like a British-English accent. Huh. Is that what happened to Madonna? I was just going to say the same thing. (laughs) Um... Fish odor syndrome. Uh, I have fish eye syndrome. (laughs) When a person has fish odor syndrome, they emit an unpleasant body odor reminiscent of the smell of rotting fish Mm. through their sweat, exhaled breath, and urine. This occurs when the body is unable to break down the organic compound... Oh, boy. Trimethamine? Trimethylamine? Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) That stuff. Yeah, which produces a strong fishy smell. That would not be good. No. I've, Um, I've heard of that one, actually. Fatal familial insomnia. Huh. Uh, we all know that insufficient or poor sleep quality can affect all aspects of a person's life and well-being from their physical health to their mental health. Mm-hmm. While most of us can make appropriate lifestyle changes to improve our sleep hygiene and avoid the impact of sleep deprivation, a few people unfortunately deal with a rare condition known as fatal familial insomnia. This condition is a gen genetic degenerative brain disorder in which a person will experience increasingly severe forms of insomnia which will eventually lead to significant physical or mental deterioration like how does one get like diagnosed with this Mm -hmm. i'm self-diagnosing that (laughs) i have it (laughs) well that's enough of that let's play some music (laughs) First up is Ceremonial Castings, a symphonic black metal band from Washington. And we're going to play the song, Where the Witches Waltz. Right. And this is a re-recording of the Salem 1692 release. This is coming out, or came out, on... The 27th of November. That's right. On Eisenwald Records. Then we're going to hear the song, Throne of Blood, by Valraven. Uh, this is Black Metal from Finland, and this is coming off of the Prey release that came out on December 4th. Friday. Primitive Reaction, record label, Incorporated. <laughs> <laughs>
two fine examples of black metal. Indeed. Um, so I have a question for you. Okay. It's not about black metal. All right. I, I might know the answer to this. I think I do. But I think it's kind of interesting. Okay. All right. You're you're a big Iron Maiden fan, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Um, so tell me what song that Bruce Dickinson sings would you say is your favorite? Oh. Mm. That's hard. How about two? <clears throat> no, I, I want one because I'm, I'm thinking it's something. I could be wrong. It doesn't have to be an Iron Maiden song. It just has to be Bruce singing. Oh, well, that's easy. That's oh. going to be Samson. Oh, all right. Bloodlust. Oh, off of Shock Tactics? Mm-hmm. That was a trick question. His his name is Bruce Bruce on there, not Bruce Dickinson. Oh, shut up. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> that is a great song, though. And that, I don't know. That that record is is so good. It like is so it. good. People yeah. that haven't heard it need to check it out. Yes, agreed. Yeah. So what do you got over there? Um. Well, so in my search for the five strangest medical conditions, mm-hmm. I came across the five creepiest urban legends, mm-hmm. and um, it was on Cracked, and I was just kind of like perusing it, and one of our past guests actually made the list. <laughs> guest (laughs) (laughs) um the um the heading of it is the funhouse mummy Mm -hmm. and i'm like hey i know that dude and i'm like scrolling down and don't you know elmer mccurdy made the top five creepiest urban legends Hmm. and if you don't do you remember who elmer was can you remind me? He was the mummy in the funhouse. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that right. was the convict that was on the run from the police. That's right. And he died. And everyone thought that he was a prop until he made it on the set of a movie. Yeah. That's a really weird story. And his arm fell off. <laughs> and they were like, wait, this is like a real person. Yeah, that's that's really fucking weird. Yeah. I still don't understand completely, but Um, I don't either. <laughs> uh but yeah. I won't bore you and keep reading articles about what? the five creepiest blah no. blah blah. What, what what number was he? Um, they're not numbered, but it was the second mm. like heading, mm-hmm. the second story of this. Got ya. The first one was actually, um, which happens a lot in movies, and I didn't actually think it was real, but the dead body under your bed deal. Mm. I guess it happens more than you would think. Really? Yes. Um, Because it says it's happened in Las Vegas, Kansas City, Atlantic City, Florida, California, and it happens a lot in like hotel rooms. Really? Yeah. Okay. I don't know that I've 
been to a lot of hotel rooms like in recent years that like you could put stuff under the bed. Yeah, I was just thinking that. They have it like... Like it's boxed off. Right, right. I mean, I guess you could like lift the box springs and put a body under there. Well, <laughs> I feel like maybe you might feel like a lump in the mattress. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't think that that actually happened, but it happens way more than we think it does. So there's that. What's with the old, you notice like the old, and I'm glad they don't do this anymore that I know of, but um, like old TV shows and especially old movies, they'd be rolling the credits in the beginning for like the first 10 minutes, there's credits rolling. And then at the end, there's credits rolling again. Why? Why? Um, I don't, we just talked about this last night because mm-hmm. you had me watch <laughs> Twas the Night Before Christmas. Oh, don't get me started. Right? <laughs> the 1974 version. Yeah. And like the entire video is 24 minutes and I yeah. literally feel like the first 10 minutes was credits. Yeah. And then like the last five minutes was credits. Yeah. Yeah, it was. I think you were like... I think that was your attempt to get me into the Christmas spirit and it didn't really work. No, I just wanted to see Joshua Trundle <laughs> and have his breakdown because Albert jacked up the clock. Yeah. Calling Santa out. Yeah. Called Santa a motherfucker. Um, yeah. So then, okay, so let's talk about Saturday night. All right. So we watched that mm-hmm. and then you watched some weird ass movie. Yeah, I won't go into it. The greener grass or something? Yeah. Greener grass? I don't know. Yeah. It was so weird. I watched I watched a portion of it until... Do you like how I'm calling it weird and I slept through it? Yeah. <laughs> it was very weird. And then we got our reminder yeah. that Seeds of Perdition mm-hmm. were going live mm-hmm. and playing new tunes yep. off their upcoming album. Yep. So we dropped everything. Yep. And it was fantastic. It was. It was great. He saved the night. Yes. It sounded great, too. Yeah. I'm excited for that release to come out. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be great. I hope one day we get to see them live. I know. I know. But as we as we messaged Chris, the live stream experience is the next best thing to actual in-person live music. Seeds of perdition. Yeah. It is. I mean, what's... No, yeah, I agree with you, but... There's nothing that beats the, the live experience. Yeah, just like feeling the mm-hmm. music. And yeah, yep. Yeah. So, this week, um, I took a stab at snooping around in Grandma's Pantry. You did? Normally, this is all you. Um, it's all Grandma. It's not me. Yeah, I like left it out on the counter for her and I just like as a subtle su- yeah. suggestion. You put so put grandma's apron on this week. So let's see if she played it. Look at this, I'm really in the depth. Thank you. 
was so good to us score <laughs> she played my pick so that was big hair with the song potty mouth off of the 1995 release pickle farm yep and this band was big in the 90s mm. and rochester band rochester band yep and we could go on and on about every member of that band mm. um but i think it might be cool to point out that the drummer mm. um of big hair Mm-hmm. drums for nuclear assault when nick isn't playing mm-hmm. and drew is actually going to be playing the rochester nuke show mm-hmm. that is postponed yes <laughs> i but, keep saying postponed yeah because i want that show to happen so bad yeah and drew was also the drummer of solution that's right yeah so yep how'd i do my first grandma's pantry you did very well I mean, even though Grandma really picked it, she picked Grandma, all of them. Grandma picked it, yeah. We yes. just leave subtle subtle hints. Drew was also in Gaylord. I don't think we played Gaylord, but you mentioned Solution because we have played Solution. And yes. Not, and, well, Grandma has played Solution. <laughs> <laughs> she selected it from her pantry yes. on the past episode. Yes. <laughs> I have a trivia question for you. Okay. Are you ready for this? Mm, I don't know. I'm not good at these, but... This one's, um, yeah, interesting. Um, the question is, who was the first and only band to play on all seven continents? It's kind of surprising. Oh, it looked like you maybe were going to say it. Not necessarily a metal band, right? Not necessarily. Not necessarily now. <laughs> I don't, you know, you're probably going to make fun of me. Just but say it. My first thought was ABBA. Oh, that's interesting. But it's not right. Led Zeppelin. What's your, that's a good one too. What I said not now a metal band. I know that's kind of not true. People are like, they're still metal, but... Mm. And that's subjective, so that's hard to... I don't know. Well, since you made that comment, I can't say Iron Maiden. No. I don't know. Who was it? Metallica. Oh! 
darn it. <laughs> I almost said that. You were right. It looked like you were going to say yes. that. Yes. And then I was like, that's too easy. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Let's play a couple more tunes. Okay. And then head out and check out the new season of Big Mouth. <laughs> All right. First up is Greedy Mouth from Texas with the song We Be Grubbin. And then after that, we're going to hear Night Gaunt with the song Veil. And this is another project of Stefano from Bedsore, who we played on a past episode. Which is heavily in our rotation. Yes. All right. Until next time. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Don't be an asshole. And don't fake the snake. Yeah.